Welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. Here we will deepen your understanding of human and spiritual integration so you can live the life of peace and fulfillment God has for you. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez. I hold a degree in theology and am a licensed professional clinical counselor and certified trauma therapist. Join me weekly for practical applications of the spiritual life. No part of this audio is to be used as mental health treatment or clinical advice. Please see a licensed mental health professional for personal consultation. Hi, and welcome to Wholeness and Holiness podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez, and today I want to talk to you about a discovery I made, a realization I had a few years ago, and it was I was in the middle of doing a week of intensive trauma therapy with someone, and I realized that this pattern, and it, it's not because it was particular to this person, honestly, it was because I've lived it so much myself, and, um, and I've just witnessed it so much, um, so many times in the lives of friends and also in the lives of clients. And um, there are two different directions that this can go, and it makes such a profound difference in our lives. So I'm really excited to talk to you about that today. And hopefully this can give you some insight that can really make things um, different, particularly for you when you're, when you're suffering, particularly in those moments. So the really kind of overarching theme for the day is don't waste suffering. Don't waste suffering. So we know that um, so often those experiences that we have where we're powerless, right? Those are the things that, that can cause us real suffering where we feel like I don't have any control over this situation. There's nothing I can do. It's outside of my sphere of influence. I don't even know anybody who has any sphere of influence in this situation. And so I, I really feel um, just kind of stuck or trapped or helpless, whatever the case might be. So boil that all down to that sense of powerlessness, right? Now, here's the way so often we as human beings, when we're in that time of pain, how we tend to respond to that feeling of powerlessness, particularly when we've had trauma in our past or when we've grown up in situations where we had to really rely on ourselves, right? And so what I see happen so often in our lives is we go from that experience of powerlessness and then the natural emotion of fear that can be evoked. And when we go from acting on that fear that as taking that in as kind of the sole source of information and going to a place of self-reliance, I have to rely on myself in order to solve the situation, um, which actually, even if we turn and are in an unhealthy dependency on someone else, that still boils down to self-reliance because it's, I'm going to rely on myself to get this person to take care of my needs. So either way you look at it, it comes down to a place of self-reliance. And then because we don't have control over situations in our lives, because so often um, things are just outside of our power and we can't, can't impact the circumstances. And so things 
can really truly um, objectively be out of our reach. When we rely on ourselves so often, then it, um, it leaves us with a sense of inadequacy because we are powerless, right? That's where it all started was with a sense of powerlessness. So when we rely on ourselves to, to solve the situation, we end up feeling inadequate because, because we are powerless, because it is outside of our reach. And so then from that, um, we end up taking on a, a sense of shame, right? Something's wrong with me that I can't change the situation and that it's causing me so much suffering and there's nothing I can do about it. And then that leads us so often as shame does to hide, to isolate. And then when we're isolated, we tend to, what do we do is we, we put up bigger walls. We, we block out the people who so often we care about the most and who care about us the most. And, um, so often we even kind of disconnect from ourselves. We kind of, um, drill down into the real uncomfortable emotion and are really even separated from who we truly are in Christ. And, and so it leaves us with a deeper sense of a deep sense of disconnection. And as you know, as I so often talk about connection is really that for which we're made. We're made for union with the Lord, for personal integration and for healthy relationships with other people. So to sum this pattern up, go from powerlessness into fear to self-reliance to feeling of inadequacy because that self-reliance did not materialize in solving the problem. And then from um, that sense of inadequacy to a place of shame, I now have to hide because I'm inadequate. I, f- I feel profoundly insecure. I don't want to be seen because I, I feel so insecure about who I am as this inadequate person, and then lead from shame into isolation to a deeper sense of disconnection. And so often that deep sense of disconnection, because that's the opposite of what we're made for, leads back around to greater sense of powerlessness, fear, self-reliance, inadequacy, shame, isolation, disconnection. And so you can see this vicious cycle that, that becomes the pattern that so often we can, um, we can really get stuck in, particularly when we've gone through, um, really difficult things in our past and are are now encountering something difficult in the present day situation. So let me contrast this with, okay, how do you not, how do you not go down into this? What, what is, is there another option? And what I saw was the other option that we have is to go from that experience of powerlessness that absolutely is difficult and painful and sometimes even frightening, but we respond to that emotion of that natural fear to a place of turning to the Lord, because we know as scripture tells us, perfect love casts out all fear. And so we turn to him and to his love. And then we trust in him. Does that mean that we necessarily feel trusting that, that we feel like everything is going to be fine? No, but the way I I think the words, the word trust and truth are, are so interwoven 
right? So we trust in him, meaning we know the truth about who he is, the truth about who God is. He's our good, good father. He knows every, every hair on our head. He knows our deepest need. He knows the deepest desire of our hearts. He knows what we're made for. He's made us for himself. Um, he's, we're worth more than a whole flock of sparrows to him. There's, you know, he tells us, don't worry about what we're going to eat or drink or wear. He has all of those things taken care of. So we know the truth about him, the truth about who he is, particularly who he is in relationship to me and who I am in relationship to him as his beloved daughter or his beloved son. And so then from that trust in him, then instead of going to that place of self-reliance, I rely on him, right? And then relying on him from that stance of the truth of who he is, that leads to a place of intimacy. That can really, you know, the word intimacy, when we break it apart, is into me see. It really causes us to, to, um, to really choose to cling to the truth of the fact that my heavenly father, good, good father, sees me and knows me, chose to cre create me of all the possibilities of people he could have brought into this world. And he values me so completely that he sent his only beloved son to pour himself out for me and continues to send grace to me and through, um, through his Holy Spirit, through the sacraments. And from that place of intimacy, really being seen and chosen and known and valued and protected and provided for by the Lord, even if in the moment I do not understand how he is going to use even this situation for good, I, that experience of intimacy, knowing that, that he is with me, that he will not leave me orphan, that itself is a consolation. And it leads me to a place of gratitude, a place of feeling that, that connection, which is ultimately what, what our hearts long for. So just to sum that up again, going from that, ex that same exact experience of powerlessness we were talking about before, but when we have that feeling of fear, choosing to drill down into the truth that I'm loved by God and the truth of who he is to me as my good, good father, the truth of who I am to him as his beloved child. From that place, I go into relying on him instead of self-reliance, which leads to a place of intimacy, place of gratitude, and a place of connection. And I, re I really believe that's what we read about so many times in the lives of the saints, where they went through deep times of suffering of all different types, um, whether they be physical or spiritual or emotional or relational, whatever they were enduring from the inside or from the outside. And it led them to deeper places of holiness, deeper places of intimacy with the Lord. And so, you know, the scripture talks, says like, do not fear. You know, how many times does it tell us not to be afraid, not to fear? Well, when we go like, how, how do you not fear? I think the, that emotion of being fearful, experiencing fear is normal, but fearing is like, is choosing to, to kind of stay there, stay in those feelings and kind of marinate in them a bit, if you will, and respond 
to them as though they are the only source of information instead of yes, experiencing them, acknowledging them, but counterbalancing that information that my natural human person is giving me with the, uh, the information of what I know in faith and what scripture tells me is that I am loved by God and the truth of who he is. It sets us on two very different um, paths and two very different cycles that both become, you know, either a vicious cycle that spirals downward or a very positive cycle that no matter, you know, as scripture says numerous times, what can man do against me? going through something like that right now, just to experience something very uh, kind of shocking and disillusioning <laughs> when you don't think you can be disillusioned anymore in the it, not too distant past. And, you know, and it really praised the Lord. It drilled down to me um, by, by choosing this, by choosing this pattern of knowing that I'm loved by God and that he's my good, good father, relying on him. It's become honestly this experience the Lord has used, um, even though it's, it's shocking and it, and it's wrong and it, and it never should have happened to me, but the Lord, like he does, he uses all things for good. And it's really, um, you know, so I'm sharing this with you because, because it works, you know, it's tried and true. I'm not telling you this because it's something I learned out of a book or something, some pious platitude. Uh, I'm applying this in real life right now. And, through it, the Lord is using what, um, you know, as, as we know, like what Satan purposes for evil, the Lord uses for good, uses for, um, to further his purpose and his plan. And it's so amazing. And that's how we can, can choose to cooperate, to work with the grace that he holds, holds out to us. So just really encourage you to choose that pattern of when we experience those things of powerlessness, those things where we're suffering, whether it's physical, whether it's with relationships or circumstances or, or finances or whatever the case might be, choosing from that place of powerlessness, we feel that, that fear, choosing the fact that we're loved by God, the truth of who he is to me, who I am to him, from that relying on him, and then in that intimacy that comes from knowing that he is, he is with me and I'm choosing to be with him who is with me. Then comes that sense of intimacy and that deep gratitude and that sense of connection. So really leave that with you. I hope it's a blessing to you and, um, that you will be able to not waste suffering, but instead know that everything, everything, everything through the grace of our all powerful and all loving father is an occasion for intimacy. May the Lord give you peace. Thank you for joining me for today's show. Please subscribe and share and check us out on wholenessandholiness.com. Follow and like us on social media. And to learn more about Sacred Heart Healing Ministries, please go to sacredhearthealingministries.com.